The following episode originally aired on Tuesday, September 12th, 2017, on The Point, KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Perennials, unlike annuals, regrow each spring. As the term perennial suggests, these terms should, quote, last or exist for a long or infinite time, enduring or continually recurring. It's not surprising, then, that many novice gardeners think once a perennial is planted, it's a fairly carefree, permanent part of one's garden. In reality, a lot is going on as a perennial gets established. As it grows, it sends up new shoots around itself, and new roots begin to crowd older ones. It also starts encroaching on its neighbors, increasing competition for light, water, and nutrition. In short, the plant ultimately outgrows its space and needs to be divided or essentially cut back to size. How do you know when it's time? Key clues are when the plant produces fewer flowers, its leaf color fades, or its center collapses or begins to die. Some gardeners suggest that the best time to divide is when the plant looks its best before it begins to struggle. While many perennials can be divided in early spring and early fall when temperatures are lower and humidity higher, some perennials are very picky. To know how to divide your plant, you first have to dig it up. Start at the plant's natural drip line and dig a trench around the clump. Sever any roots cleanly. Then cut at an angle down under the clump from various points until you can lift it out of the ground. What you do next depends on the plant's root structure. If it has a spreading root system, as do asters, bee balm, and purple coneflowers, pull or cut the roots of separate shoots apart. If it has a clumping root system, use a heavy, sharp knife to cut through the central growing area, leaving at least one developing eye or bud with each section. A stillbee, daylilies, and ornamental grasses are good examples. To divide plants such as bearded iris that grow through rhizomes, Separate the plant by cutting healthy two to four inch young rhizomes that have a fan of leaves. Tuberous rooted plants, such as dahlia, are divided by cutting the tuber so that each cutting retains a piece of the original stem and growth bud. Keep only the healthiest pieces of plant and roots, which are usually on the outside sections of the plant. Discard all discolored stems and eroded crowns and roots. To ensure more vigorous plants, replant pieces that are, at most, 20 to 25 percent of the original clump. Perennial stems can triple or quadruple themselves each year. If you just half the overgrown clump, you'll be dividing the plant again next year. Be sure to keep the root divisions moist and cool as you prepare your planting sites. Put them somewhere cool out of the sun and cover them with newspaper to slow moisture loss. If they get dry, soak them in water before planting them. Dividing perennials provides an opportunity to amend your soil. If you remove a five-gallon-sized plant, you should put the same amount of compost and planting soil into the hole to avoid drainage problems that could result as the bed settles, and to give your divisions the advantages of a refreshed, fertile home. Make your new planting hole at least as wide as the plant's roots when they are spread out. You want the hole to be deep enough so that the roots are pointing down and wide enough so the roots won't curl around each other. The benefits of dividing herbaceous perennials are worth the time invested in this important garden task. You both strengthen and expand your stock, your plants are and look more healthy, and if you don't have room for all your new divisions, give them to friends and neighbors. They'll cheer your gardening skills. For more information on this or any other gardening topic, call the Master Gardeners at 541-548-6088 
Or for a transcript with references, go to our website, gocomga.com, and click on the KPOV tab on the orange bar. This has been Gardening. Get good at it on KPOV The Point.